Episode 37 of Gaming Fix, a podcast made by six friends from the internet. Today we are five on this September 15th. I am Andre Cole, and I absolutely love PC gaming with no caveats on there at all. Uh, I'm joined today by Alex. Hi. Your cloud saves will not be deleted if your subscription ends to Gaming Fix. Yes. <laughs> subscription. Uh, Allison. <laughs> Uh, I'm here with the late to the party love for my Vita. <laughs> uh, Erica? Uh, my PC is barely playing games at this point. Sad. Yeah. But do you still love PC gaming with no caveats? Um, the caveat being that I need to buy a bunch of shit to make them work. So fake gamer girl uh, <laughs> uh, and pat uh i love pc gaming with no caveats yeah that's fair now that there's finally a true good call of duty game coming to pc uh no, call, okay. of duty, call of duty 2 uh, call of booty uh because i i got a blackout bo Call of call of B, call of body odor. Mm. Yeah, that's that's Four. that's that's next year's game. Oh, uh, who's making that one? Uh, Enix Five, funny enough. Infinity Ward. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Respawn. Uh, wait, Respawn. Yeah, okay. Um, well, since uh, Pat took us there, our best boy took us there. Uh, how about you? You tell us about what you brought this week. Um. Wait, 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 how was Vancouver? Oh, oh. Vancouver's weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the show is awesome. Uh, my partner and I went to go see Coheed and Cambria, which is our, both of our favorite band. Um, and it was a really spectacular show. Uh, Protest the Hero opened for them. They're a really great uh, Canadian prog metal band. Also one of my favorite bands. So seeing them together was really cool. Um, the venue was really cool. It was, it was a neat, uh, it was laid out well and it sounded good from everywhere. Um, I drank way too, we both drank way too much and stumbled around Vancouver looking for pizza afterwards, which it turns out is really easy to find there. They fucking love pizza. <laughs> There's more, way more pizza there than in Seattle. Um, which was kind of odd, but yeah, there's this moment, like we drove through, we saw a skyline on the horizon while we were driving past Surrey that we assumed well, we had gotten past Surrey is near the american border we assumed that that was the vancouver skyline it turns out it was not mm -hmm. um and then we drove i'm still not clear on what that skyline was we drove through some like pretty standard suburban stuff that was like cool and then we drove through the rich neighborhood where like i'm sure the houses are beautiful but they uh you couldn't see them because there were like 20 foot high hedges you're talking about um, burnaby 
Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't, I'm not positive, <laughs> but yes, it was very, very wealthy. At one point there were like four Porsches stopped around me at a stoplight uh, yep. in my rented Ford Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we came over the, the bridge. We went through like a nice shopping district. And as we came over the bridge, like my partner and I were both like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Cause this is really weird, right? This is weird to you too. Right. Cause all of the buildings look the same. And it turns out we were pulling into downtown Vancouver. Like that was, that was, that was Vancouver. Um, and it was just a very odd experience. Like it felt like driving into a video game city because all the buildings looked the same. Um, in fact, it felt like driving into like one of my coworkers, I showed him a picture and he said that actually looks like a shitty nineties disaster movie, like the CG city skyline that's about to get destroyed. Um, it's weird, but once you're down on the ground, it's really nice. Like the, the actual, like people are really nice. City's really nice. There's tons of stuff to do. There's, there's tons of food everywhere. Um, everything was pretty reasonably priced for being such an expensive city. Uh, or at least that was my perception. So yeah, it was all right. Then I spent two days recovering from drinking too much and, uh, <laughs> rocking out a little bit hard for my old bones. <laughs> and so you recovered by, by playing some, uh, well, I got in the platinum and Spider-Man earlier this week. I don't really have, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about with that later <laughs> on, but, um, I played, uh, some two point hospital and some of the call of duty blackout beta. Um, my two point hospital thoughts are pretty limited. I would say I kind of, I played the first two levels to three stars. Um, cause the way that the hospital, the levels work, you get star ratings. So you get to one star and then you can move on to the next hospital or you can stay and continue to play at the one you're at. So I stayed on the first two and got to three stars. They were pretty easy to do, but that's not really a criticism cause it was also a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I know it gets a lot more challenging and there's more decisions to make. There weren't a lot of choices. That's the one thing about it so far that I've been a little bit like, eh, I don't know. It's very charming and, and looks gorgeous, uh, and, and plays really nicely. Uh, but I didn't find myself really making choices. It was more like, it felt like, Oh, the queue got long enough for this room. So I need to make another one of those, but I, I have a feeling that that will get more uh yeah complex as the, as time goes on definitely you they they introduce things really slowly right which is fine it's not that's not really a criticism because it wasn't a big time sink to get through those levels i spent probably a half hour maybe on each of them maybe 45 minutes uh so it wasn't as if they were like super super time consuming um they were and and them being easy is like it was a very relaxing thing to just sort of plop the rooms down and build them up and stuff so uh, not a complaint but um Otherwise, I guess I think uh, Alex also played some of the blackout, and you did too, right, Andre? Or uh, no, it was okay. it was available to preload, but not actually play gotcha. for if okay. you didn't pre-order. So I'm going to play it today. Gotcha. I watched like the giant bomb uh, unfinished cool. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think I like that mode quite a bit. Uh, I've played probably five or six rounds since last night. Um, my first, as I knew would happen, my first round, I got to number three and I almost, almost won. But instead of charging someone with a sniper rifle at close range, I decided to take cover. And then some, the other person that was in the very small circle killed me from behind. <laughs> so 
I should have won the, the match, but uh, I screwed up. Um, and then since then, I've just kind of played to get into as many fights as possible, as quickly as possible. So the next closest I got to is like number 35 or something. But that game seems like a much more polished PUBG that plays like Call of Duty. And from what I've heard from some people, they think that that's not enough. But I don't know. I think that's it. It's if you like the feel of Call of Duty with the movement and aiming down the sights and all that sort of stuff, it that's what it feels like um, rather than the more methodical kind of Arma like feel that PUBG has. And I don't know that I'd say one is better than the other, but I tend to prefer the more arcadey feel that call of duty has even though i respect the the more milsim feel of something like PUBG, um and you know having stuff like perks that you can pop uh is interesting um plus some of the weapons are wild uh which is cool too uh what system are you playing on i'm on pc yeah okay um, i was gonna say i've been playing the beta on the ps4 um i've played solos i've played squads and most recently i played the new mode they added today the close quarter ones uh, sorry, oh, I, I don't think they put those on PC. Oh, okay. What, yeah, the news, what is that? Close quarter is uh, the circles start restricting faster, and all that's on the maps is uh, SMGs and shotguns. That's cool. Okay. It's, it's awesome. actually pretty good. I'm usually not that kind of player, but I think it's actually pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good way to train with that stuff, too, to like because there's lots of those kinds of weapons around yeah. um, when you play the full matches, too. Yeah, so like I think that mode is actually if you like call of duty that's more of the call of duty and like the standard mode if you're playing duos or whatever that kind of just feels like PUBG. but um for console like um i don't know how it is for pc because that's mouse and keyboard but in terms of how it is laid out on a controller i think it's the best ui and stuff of any of the battle royale games like more so than fortnite or PUBG. uh just because the way the menus work and everything like that is just really intuitive unlike both of those games <laughs> fortnite has a thing where it's got all like the building and stuff so you've got to like have all the materials and whatnot and then fortnite's menu is just ridiculous like right but- that's a lot of managing too, like going back and forth between building and shooting and i i never got and wh- whenever i played fortnite which wasn't very much i i never got really good at that so yeah i yeah. think in the few times i've played fortnite i don't think i've I built something once just because it couldn't handle doing both. Uh, <laughs> it was hard. So, so Pat, uh, if you, I assume you've seen like the console, like UI and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. How does that compare to the PC stuff? And so the PC stuff is great because you can right click once you you hit escape to pull up your inventory, and you can right click and you get a cursor. So it's just a straight mouse cursor. So you can drag items around and stuff in the UI. The only thing I haven't figured out yet because I haven't pulled up the I haven't combed the keyboard shortcuts as I haven't seen the quick way to equip perks. Um, so I'm not really sure how that works. The, if, if I have one criticism of it beyond just saying maybe, um, the, the, (laughs) the one criticism I have of it, if beyond, you know, if you don't like the way call of duty feels, this isn't for you, um, is it's not very clear as to how the inventory stuff works. Like, I'm sure if I stopped and sat for a while and looked at all the different slots and everything, it would make more sense. But it's not quite as intuitive as I felt PUBG was, where PUBG was just like, you got your the stuff in your backpack on the left and the stuff on your body on the right, whereas the inventory layout in Call of Duty is like your devices and your medical stuff in one section, and then you got your weapons and each of their different attachment slots, and then you got the perk section. And it's not as... 
and like when you go to loot somebody else's stuff it's kind of hard sometimes to parse like okay what if this is mine and what if this is theirs when you're trying to move very quickly mm -hmm. that's something that'll come with time and i'm sure in the full release they'll probably include some kind of like tutorial system to introduce you to how the mode works because they're going to be onboarding a bunch of people that have never played a battle royale and have just played a lot of call of duty so i'm not really that worried about it but um that stuff is a little odd uh but otherwise i think like my biggest concern coming into it was like engagement ranges and how that would work with like bullet drop and stuff and it seems to be from the from what i've played that and and uh ben pack from giant bomb was sort of talking about this too and i think what he understood is correct that when you hit a certain range it does start doing a ballistics model with bullet drop yep. but when you're in uh, when you're within a certain range it's just hit scan like call of duty and it feels kind of awesome actually I, yeah. I think it's really cool yeah that's exactly how i saw it working i actually experimented with that a little bit just yeah, kind of like, like taking uh one of the assault rifles, I don't remember which one, and just kind of shooting at a wall next to me, and then shooting it at a further wall next to me, and then using a four-time scope, and then shooting it at the top of a mountain. And yeah, after a certain range, you actually start seeing like the ballistics. Yeah, there is they like it's almost like at, at a certain range, if nothing was in your way, it spawns an actual bullet, and then it has a ballistics model for that bullet. Yeah. I don't know, it's interesting, and and it it makes for it makes it feel like you can actually have those call of duty style engagements without sacrificing the stuff that makes PUBG pretty cool. Um, when it comes to those like super long ranges with sniper rifles, um, I will say on PC, um, this isn't really a criticism because this is just the way it works, but people are very good at shooting people in PC games. So I had one death where like I was hidden in the grass and I shot someone and then I stood up because now my position was given away, stood up, started sprinting and jumped because it's a thing i don't know if this has become a big thing in PUBG or not it wasn't when i was playing but mm -hmm. you, you jump a lot when you're running around just yeah. to kind of create a you know hard to shoot target uh so i in like one fluid motion got up from prone started running in an erratic direction and jumped and was headshotted while in midair and like the jump isn't like a halo jump it's it's a little floaty but it's not like and when i watched the kill cam the person like heard a shot turned and as they were turning drew a bead and shot me in the head <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was insane it was like I, I don't think so maybe but it, it looked really just like they were very good at it wasn't like impossible it was something that i could see someone conceivably being able to do but it was very very skilled no scope. well they did use their scope so it wasn't quite a no scope but okay yeah uh, so there is that on the PC that, and there's no aim assist or anything, which you wouldn't want there to be anyway, but did you have to set your CPU priority to high <laughs> in order to play this game? No, it runs very well on my rig with a 980 and a, and a, uh, i7-6300K. Um, it, it runs on with all the pretty settings that maxed out and it looks a lot better than PUBG. Um, that's one of the things that is interesting about it, which you kind of would expect from like call of duty but yeah, uh if it looked worse than PUBG, <laughs> yes yeah totally um and and it's interesting because since they pulled in different maps to kind of hodgepodge the the PUBG like the the blackout map mm -hmm. it's sometimes a little jarring and i think that the transitions could be smoother from like like 
generic terrain into a Call of Duty map, but it's mostly works. And you get some really cool features that that other battle royale games I don't think have like really matched in their map design. Um, just like stuff like the Asylum and uh, the Nuketown area, they're like really really high fidelity cool little areas to have battle royale shootouts in. Um, and I found that was the most exciting and fun sections was when I got into a shootout with four or five other people in, in those little areas. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I recommend checking out, I think this weekend you can play the beta on every platform for free. So I would not probably be comfortable spending $60 on this alone, but as part of the larger package, even as someone who doesn't care about zombies, this plus the, the standard multiplayer is I feel pretty good about having pre-ordered it. Yeah, that's actually exactly my thoughts, too. Like, if I don't think I would get Call of Duty Black Ops 4 just for this mode. Like, I think it's good. And I think, in, in, like you said, in a lot of ways, it's better than PUBG. Um, but, I, yeah, I think when you combine it with the standard modes, and I also don't care about zombies, but I, I, th- I think it's a pretty good offering. If they charge twenty nine ninety nine for this mode, I would say that's fine. If you were, I mean... I would buy it for 60 anyway because I'm interested in the other mode, the multiplayer mode, but um, it's totally a, a comparable experience in terms of content as to what PUBG was when, when it was first coming out. I don't even know what PUBG costs anymore, but I know when I bought it, it was like 30 bucks. Yeah, I think it probably still is. Uh, speaking of zombies, did you encounter any of the zombie-infested areas? And I have. What was that like? I have, yeah. What was that like? It was weird. <laughs> so specifically, we uh, Cheska and I were playing, and we ran into the lighthouse area. So I don't know if you've been there, Pat. I have not. So we were there, and then I don't know if the zombies spawn immediately or if it's like close to when the first circle starts converging. But uh, there weren't zombies there when we started, and then there suddenly were. And yeah, oh. it it made things a lot more complicated. That's for sure. I don't know if it made things more fun. <laughs> and I don't okay. know. Like how the, many, how the many loot? zombies are you talking about? Pardon? Like, how many zombies are we... Like, is it... It was like, like six at a time. Six? Okay, and are they hard to kill? I, have, I haven't played, like, zombies since, like, World at War or something. They probably had about as much health as a standard human player. Um, mm. So, oh, okay. it's not like no, you were like two-shotting them and then they were down, but... Um, so it, they, if they got you, if they kind of ganged up on you, you'd be in trouble. But okay. uh, the question some people had was if zombie infested areas have better loot. And mm-hmm. I would say yes, because we tend we, we, to imagine they do. Yeah. We came away from that area with like a couple legendary weapons. Cause you do see legendary weapons on the ground. They like kind of glow yeah. gold. Those um, are cool. Do they glow gold in your hands? No. <laughs> but, like, the, the reason they're legendary is, like, they're like, oh, this is the standard version, but it has all this stuff already on it. Like, it has a foregrip. Yes. It has a mm-hmm. really nice scope. It has everything just already already included. So, I think that the... I don't... I'd be really curious to see how the gear spawns work versus zombie spawns. I haven't seen any zombies. I tried dropping at Asylum because I wanted to see if maybe, like, they spawn at specific places all the time. First of all, Asylum is a great map and, uh, like, a good Call of Duty map. And um, it's really creepy because there's, like, ambient noises that happen while you're there, even if there aren't zombies there. When I dropped there, no zombies showed up, and I was there for a good third of the match. Um, And there wasn't any, any particularly good loot there either. But I also, at one point, dropped right at the beginning at the um like 
cargo dock area. I forget what that's called. Um, and I happened to see a crate and it didn't come from a supply drop because it was right at the beginning of the match and it was in a shipping container. Um, and it had two legendary guns in it. In fact, I think it had like three or four legendary guns in it, but I can only carry two. And it had level two armor and a bunch of health stuff. So like I was, that's part of the reason I managed to get to the number three in my first game because I had all that stuff. So I wonder if maybe the gear spawned and that zombies would have spawned there if I stuck around or something. Yeah, I think that um, might be the case. Cause I left as soon as I found that crate, I found it like I dropped and it was literally in front of me right when I hit the <laughs> ground. So I picked up all that stuff and then just booked it. Um, so yeah, it could be that they spawn after the last player drops or like you said, when the circle starts converging, I don't know. Hmm. Very interesting. I look forward to playing that probably after we get off this, uh, call. Uh, so maybe I'll talk about that next week. We'll oh, see. By the way, Pat, what was the, player count for your games because actually i've been seeing my player counts been going up like i've been yeah yesterday i saw it at 88 people have been talking about how it was at 80 but yeah it was at 88 for me yesterday i think they're slowly ramping it up over the course of the period to see how many players they can get in without it breaking uh i, yeah. I played a game with 88 earlier today yeah. the first game i played last night was at like 67 and then today i played one at like 74 and then one at 80 and then one at 88 it could also be player count i don't know could be number of people that were available for yeah. a match looking yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, well, didn't they, was it, no, it was Battlefield the Call, or that pre-order numbers were supposedly down on, so. Call of Duty, I imagine, is still pretty high. It's doing fine. The, people were super hot on running, right? So it's got to be up there. No! No, no, they they did take out wall running. Yes, there is no wall running. <laughs> oh, um, one of the cool things, we can move on after this. Also, I just checked. It is that close quarters mode is in PC right now. It just wasn't live this morning. I um, recommend that. I'm going to try it later. Um, uh, one of the coolest things about this mode that I think is the ultimate thing that puts me over the edge on it, over wanting to play this instead of PUBG, is all of the like tech equipment, some of which was like equipment, some of which was uh, kill streak rewards, is in this game. So like in that round where I got to number three, the reason someone was able to sneak up behind me was because they had an RC car. So they dropped the RC car, drove it around, drove it under a house because the house was on like pallets and saw me hiding and then turned off the rc car and came around behind me and killed me i also got a grappling hook at one point the grappling hook is fucking cool as hell it works like you would want it to like so that stuff is super cool all those gadgets are, are really really neat yeah. fortnite has some of that but uh it was cool to play it in pubg like i just you know i haven't ever played this but now i'm just like i want a titanfall battle royale game oh yeah you and me both. That would be sweet. Uh, Wait, would, be, would there still be uh, would there still be titans? Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. Maybe <laughs> we'll be the war of having titan followed out titans. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. a titan, like yeah. they're they're not like impossible to take out solo. Like you know, it's easier if you have people with you and stuff, or like another titan. But like it's totally possible to get together and or just yeah. to by yourself get around I, and blow it up. So I, I just, think it wouldn't be too unfair. I just want another Titanfall game. Well, that'll that'll happen. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Well. So. I know. Well, every this time Vin Sampella with a hat at a conference. <laughs> every time yeah. there's, I don't know if you guys see, like PlayStation actually has a lot of sales these days, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, but a sick, not every, on these sales. <laughs> but every time they have a sale, uh, there's always the Battlefield One and Titanfall Two bundle. 
for like, yeah, for like five bucks. It sucks because I um, I recently I guess I haven't really mentioned this on the cast, but I recently picked up uh, maybe I did uh, an Xbox. Um, so uh, I've been playing um, Xbox games here and there. Um, Alyssa has been playing them more. Cause she's playing The Witcher again. Um, but uh, the I grabbed that Battlefield bundle because there was a Battlefield anniversary bundle that had four hardline and one in it. So you get two good games for twenty five dollars um, <laughs> and you couldn't buy a bundle that did not include hardline. So whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, and you, you got all the DLC and everything, which is great. But they also have that Titanfall 2 Battlefield 1 bundle that's on sale. But Titanfall 2 isn't on sale by itself. <laughs> so it's like you can get Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 for $12, or you can buy Titanfall 2 by itself for 30 It's so weird. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, you can get Origin Access or whatever and probably have that. You can get EA Access, yeah. Yeah, on, EA, on EA Access or whatever it is. I don't um, do that but yeah yeah i'm gonna probably do that to play battlefield and so Anthem. yeah so that's only on pc yeah, yeah the yeah. ea access is different yeah. on xbox yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i wonder if that'll come to other stuff i don't know well uh with that discussion uh, i'm gonna black out on that discussion and move on to Erica. We're going to go in reverse order this time, except for me. I'm going to be that the last. That was a terrible guy. joke. <laughs> um, you never call Sam out on it. God. I mean, but we're all thinking it when it's Sam anyway. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> to, to bring me down like that. God. Anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm about to talk shit about Spider Man. <laughs> wait, are we talking shit? Pass. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Pass. A little bit. Is this the, is this the new Breath of the Wild where Erica doesn't like the game and it makes everyone really mad? <laughs> Listen, and your well, I, is totally valid and and great, but also you make me so mad. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like Erica, I appreciate your opinions, but you're. You're wrong. <laughs> okay, listen. I like Spider Man. Okay, I'm gonna say I like this game a lot. I'm gonna finish it. Okay. okay. I am not. I am not. I, there's no way. There's no universe in which I am not finishing this game. I am. I am very much enjoying it. However, it's not a perfect game. <laughs> right. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone said okay. it's not. I wouldn't game. say it's perfect either. I would say that there's a lot wrong with it. I wouldn't go that far, but I would be interested <laughs> to hear what you what you would characterize as a lot. Okay, it's a, well, esque, it's a video game ass video game. Yeah, yeah, that was like the biggest thing is that um, Pat led me on last week when he was saying it's less of a video game ass video game than the Arkham games. It is the exact same thing as those Arkham games. <laughs> oh, I disagree. Very, very. I, very I, I think. I think the writing is above and beyond that. Like the writing is better than video game ass okay. video game writing. I think the writing is very good, but it's in between all the video game ass video game, you yeah. know, open world stuff. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not that far into the game. I'm actually, I didn't actually have a ton of time to play it this week, so I'm, I'm actually only just a few hours in but so i haven't seen that much story but what i have seen so far i think is really good but um you know 
like I don't like that I have to go run around and take a picture of a building to make my map better and I have to go you know fuck around with like a descramble like my thing so I can you know spy on all of the citizens of New York <laughs> like the towers just... are definitely the dumbest thing in that game yeah um, it is like, like, like two seconds like yeah it's... they don't last very long though that's the thing like but, also... like... but they get you they get you to spider cop like that that's my problem is that also i mean this is not a hot take i've seen so many articles on it this week spider cop but they turn spider-man's a cop now like yeah he's always always i I think i agree that he's always been a cop but there are a couple of moments in the game that it's really jarring um the surveillance towers especially and then also whenever you have to deal with a drug bust that's like Mm -hmm. Spider-Man like, hates drug dealers. He yeah, really does. Always, he really, <laughs> really hates them. I'm not. I'm not arguing that like it's not like, been a problematic a little... element of the comics. Like it's 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 something that I would think is totally fair to take issue with from a critique of the character. And because this is a lens with, through which we're viewing the character, I'm not saying it's invalid in this case too. But it has definitely all. He has always been a cop. I read like I I don't think the take is. Problem is like wrong, but I've read some stuff where people are like, Spider-Man's always been at odds with the NYPD, and like that's just not true. If you read right. Spider-Man comics, it's only because he's a vigilante. Yeah, but they—it's not like Batman where like they hunt him down and stuff. Like yeah. there are arcs where that happens, but for, by and large, like Spider-Man sides with Stark in Civil War. Like he—he's well, yeah. always been on the side of the like register the superheroes. I'm a cop. Like that work protect well the NYPD. Him. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I don't know if I, I necessarily think like, oh, this is out of character. I just personally wish that the game addressed it more. And maybe it does near the end, but I'm like so, 50% of the way through and I'm like, it'd be nice if it, it like the game was aware of this. Yeah. It doesn't spoil anything to say that it does not address it in the in a way that you would want it to. I think those surveillance towers in particular, I think Insomniac is smart enough to know how ridiculous they are and how insane it is that Spider-Man just goes on along with it. Uh, another aspect of Spider-Man's character is that he's super naive about everything until he gets burned. So my suspicion is that in the next game, there will be again no it's not a spoiler like Oscorp and spider-man are at odds constantly mm-hmm. in the comics yeah. and the fact that they're not right. in this world tells me that probably mm-hmm. for the next game there's going to be a complete collapse and you maybe will do a sequence where you take out all of the surveillance cameras it's hard to know because we're that talking about really 2018's marvel spider-man yeah. so i think that if it bothers you i don't think it's like invalid or wrong for yeah. it to but I imagine that will be a plot point that gets revisited. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, yeah. I feel like you know, in 2018, it just put a really bad taste in my mouth, and that like I was just like, mm, I'm not real excited about doing any of this stuff, and I don't like that. You know, he's not questioning at all. Like, I mean, you know, at the very beginning of the game, when you uh, when you bust Fisk, uh, there's kind of like a line that's just like, oh, I guess we took out all the dirty cops then, sort of, where they like implied that, you know, like they just, they got rid of every problem that the police have. Yeah. <laughs> all it's, like, this is, we're talking about the NYPD here. Yeah. A couple of cops not dealing with it. Yeah. So for like, me. for me, it's not that it's, it, there's like a systematic problem. It's not a few bad apples. So having this like, 
like okay we've we've taken out all the bad cops so now we can have all the rest of the cops and spider-man uh spy on the rest of all of our citizens at all times because of these weird towers that we all think are okay and just never address (laughs) it's just it feels gross to me in 2018 i kind of accepted the fantasy of and i very much do not in other things so i that's why i don't want to sound dismissive at all because i think that you you have a point i kind of to me i accepted the fantasy of in this fantasy new york um <laughs> the cops aren't assholes and there aren't and they have handled a lot of or whatever maybe the, the problems never existed or maybe they just don't because of vigilantes flying around everywhere and existing who knows so for me and i think it's just because i've been consuming spider-man media for so long it was easy for me to just say like well this is fake spider-man new york it's nothing like the real world in a bajillion because when i think of it i'm thinking of it at like also like the fantastic four are somewhere and the avengers are somewhere and silver surfer is somewhere and like there's cosmic powers somewhere so it's a super fantasy world for me as much as if not more so than like gotham is in batman um so i guess that's why like for me it was easy to kind of go ah whatever if it were trying to portray itself as realistic i would have not been able to and i and i totally see why someone else would look at it and go like this is whack so I'm right. not trying to dismiss the, the criticism. And I think for me, I, I mean, for me, it's, I, I definitely, it's one of those things where it's it, it kind of like, it, it's something like that pops up in the game and I'm like, that's a little weird, but I'm almost 50% done with the everything. So I'm like, or I'm, I'm over 50%. And so it's like, it's, it's, it's not necessarily going to stop me from enjoying every last bit of this game and looking forward to a sequel. But it was, it, it was a moment where I was like, okay i don't know if i appreciate this message (laughs) yeah that's kind of what where i'm at like it's not going to stop me from playing the game i'm going to continue playing the game i'm enjoying what i'm playing so far everything about that game feels really good the combat's really good the swinging's amazing and like it's just that i like when i'm playing it i feel a little yucky (laughs) yeah i guess i never i never interpreted it as like necessarily like the surveillance stuff is just weird, but that just felt very video gamey to me. And I think it's going to come up again in the future. Cause it's very clearly, it feels like that's like an Oscorp thing and less of a police thing. Like Osborne is the mayor and we know he's corrupt anyway. And the mayor said, you're going to use these towers less like the NYPD saying, Hey, let's spy on everyone. And more like, that's kind of how I, it, it, yeah. I don't know if that's like super head. explicit though. It's um, not, it's not. I'm just saying that's how it filtered through my brain. Yeah, and Uh, part of part of the thing is the only person who really comments on any of that is Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's in the midst of all his like ramblings about how Spider-Man is a menace and a threat, and how he's you know oh he's hacking into the police surveillance like the police surveillance stuff is a bad idea, and now Spider-Man is hacking into it and he's spying on us. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think so. they know some of that tells me that I think they know how mm-hmm. weird that is. And then as far as the other general police stuff, I just didn't it didn't come off to me as like trying to like it didn't come off to me as like insomniac saying like we stand with police. Blue lives matter. It just seems very much like generic superhero police stuff. Um, yeah. But I other people may interpret it differently. And that's yeah. that's totally fair. I mean, it's it's a thing that, you know. Yeah, I, to interpretation. I think it would have bothered me a lot less if it were just like 
Spider-Man using his own tech stuff like, okay, I've set up these weird satellites and I'm spying on the people of New York instead of the police are spying on the people of New York. <laughs> yeah, or, like, or even like, oh, this police has this whole satellite network and I'm just going to like pull like attach my own spider thing onto their network. So like you still have to do the towers gamery thing, but it's not so yeah. only the way it's used in the game though is basically just for like setting up like police like so you can hear police scanner stuff basically even so it's not even like oh this is giving you access like you know not fills in your map but it's not giving you access to like oh we've got like you're watching all these cameras because it's like part of missions or anything. It's very ambiguous as to how it even works in the first yeah. place. I Since they directly yeah. call them surveillance towers, I'm willing to mm-hmm. accept that it's probably oh, yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm just the way the way that you use them is yeah. just like you hear the police scanner because you're not like Spider-Man's going and doing stuff. But yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I feel like they could have probably framed it differently so that it wouldn't come across as icky. Yeah, yeah but or as probably, icky. I mean, they might but have if they, if done it that. For Who knows? Yeah. Game everything, but. yeah, that's part of why I think that that specific plot thing is going, or that device is going to become a major element of the next game in a antagonistic way. Because, I mean, or Insomniac's just completely fucking stupid. Those are the two <laughs> options. Either one, it's going to come up again as like a, wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. Or two they're totally okay with a surveillance state which like no one is i don't want to believe that they're stupid because the rest of this game is yeah exactly yeah (laughs) no one thinks that that's like okay and hunky-dory to have surveillance towers everywhere except for like government agents if you want to play a game that's against the surveillance state go play infamous second son Exactly. Or watchdogs. <laughs> right. There's so, been enough of those. I don't know. I am right. pretty sure it's going to come up again. Then I so look let forward me to enjoy it. my surveillance state fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my so. fantasy like, world is a surveillance state. It's like, oh, not so much fantasy. Uh, I, so they still don't know who Spider-Man is, so what the, like, what the fuck? I, I have a question for you, Erica. Yes. As the resident New Yorker, how do you feel about their depiction of the city? Okay, Sam was like, this is New York. This is 100% New York. This is not New York. I don't know what he is talking about. So, I mean, there are like... Everyone who moves in New York, that's what I've heard. (laughs) That's like, yeah. Like, I think the parks look really good. Uh, They look a lot like parks I've seen in Manhattan. Um maybe except for maybe uh central park i think actually doesn't look that good but the rest of them do like the smaller ones do um but and then you know like the 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 building models that they pull directly like you know the the landmarks and everything those all look like the landmarks but i feel like kind of everything else is like building you know like it's not it's not like i've seen this building this looks so much like new york and this it's more like it's just a building but i don't know right that's, that's how i felt too having been to new york a few diff- like about six times and uh like when you go past like rockefeller center it's like oh yeah this is what it looks like or mm-hmm. radio city music hall it's a pretty big like landmarks but then there are certain points when i'm like going through like the upper upper west side or something and i'm like this doesn't really feel like the upper west side like it, i guess but yeah it doesn't feel like it and it, like 
I mean, I live in Brooklyn. I don't live in Manhattan. So, I mean, maybe maybe parts of Manhattan that I don't see as often look like other parts of this, but it just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't feel right to me. I, I mean, I've been to Manhattan plenty of times. It's just like, you know, that's not my stomping ground, I guess. How about so. all the violent crime on every corner? <laughs> all the killers wearing ski masks? All the people wearing like, ski masks in Manhattan. Uh-huh. Like, like, kidnappings where people are shoved into trunks like five yeah. times a day. In broad daylight all the time. Yeah. yeah. I don't think any video game has ever accurately depicted a city ever. Like, ever. Uh, I, like, I, can think, I can think of one. Is it Midtown Madness? No. Okay. It's definitely not Midtown Madness because that one's terrible. But I'm, I'm thinking of MDK2 where they have a satellite image of Edmonton being destroyed. <laughs> Because okay, Edmonton's a fucking know. wasteland, and that place is terrible. Don't go to Edmonton. Uh, <laughs> the, um, I guess the getaway maybe is a lot like London. I've never been to London, so I don't know. How about but like Driver San Francisco? That was pretty good. Um, I don't know. Maybe Watch Dogs Two is a good San Francisco. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Was that, it's like incredibly condensed, though. It's like four. That's the thing. That's what I'm getting at. So. Are you like, looking for more something that's like one to one? Not one to one, but that actually nails. I feel like Grand Theft Auto no, 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 no. nails I've the feel. It. I've got it. Fallout Four. <laughs> I I <laughs> want to believe that. I've never been there, but I want to believe. Counterpoint. Uh, Counterpoint. Back. La Noir. Yeah, so that was the the one that I was gonna say is maybe because like I'm thinking of like in terms of other superhero games that that Spider Man gets compared to. Like I hear people talk about Infamous Second Son and like how like that was the watermark and when i played him from the second son I, I didn't even live in seattle i just visited seattle and holy hell that is the worst representation of a city ever that is that like is. they should have said it's set in second city and like not even tried because that is the that is like garbage version of <laughs> seattle so I think I hear, I hear what you're saying, Erica, because when people talk about how great that game is, I'm like, it's nothing like the real Seattle and it kills the game for me. So I can see how it being a poor representation yeah. would impact your enjoyment. I'm not, I'm not like mad at it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, whatever. Oh, and the other thing that I may be not super crazy about, and I think this is a me thing, and I think this is about to be an unpopular opinion, but I don't give a shit about any of the suits any of them i don't think uh, spider-man has there's ever one, had a suit there is one you will give a shit about okay i don't know i just i never thought suit. i'm gonna send you the picture <laughs> okay send me the picture oh, does it have... I, I don't want spoilers Wait. but i'm excited to see it because i've okay. heard so many people just, talk about it just andre give me a yes or a no does it have griffin mcelroy's face on it no oh. <laughs> nice. there, there are a couple of suits i really like uh Erica, do you care about spoilers at all? No, go, go right ahead. I literally one. have never cared oh, about a Spider-Man right suit in my life. Wait, wait, uh, audience, there's... audience, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for suits in Spider-Man. It's like mid-game spoilers, too. There's the suit where it's like the punk suit, which has uh, like a like denim vest. Oh, that was a box suit, so and... seen that. And uh, spikes on the head. I, I, that's the only one that I use right now. <laughs> Until I get I, a cooler uh, one, I'm like, this is my favorite. I think you're in the majority, Erica. I think I happen to like like pretty much all the suits myself, but I think that's the extreme minority. And that's just because I know a lot of them from 
like comic book arcs so there's nostalgia involved in some of them and some of them are just like there's the one suit i think it's the fear itself suit um that's like again this is like spoilers for uh for you know later but not end game spider-man suits no it's not fear itself which is the one I, maybe you'll remember what it was Andre but like his head is just a flaming skull oh, and it's, it's a, great it's a, a, a ghost spider yeah I don't even oh, know yeah, what that's like from it's, it's ghost yeah. rider yeah. <laughs> yeah it's basically ghost rider um, I, I do not know if that, there must have been a tie in or something if Sam was here he would know yeah yeah. Wait, but this... that suit is really wild uh, I also just like I think some of the other suits, the ones that I actually recognize are like the spider armor suits. Those are cool. I like the infinity war suit. So, but I think I'm in the minority. I think most people have agree with you that like, even Sam was saying that like, he never plays anything, but the insomniac boot suit, I switched around a lot, but, uh, definitely that's not. Right. Okay. Yes. Andre. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent right. suit is real good. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm here for that. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. Game right now. You, you, you'll see it like in the course of completing the story. Oh, okay. My God. It's, just, it's for like a okay. brief moment. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Does it, does it involve Nicolas Cage? No. That's the ghost nope. spider suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I I think I think that's just me and that I don't think Spider Man's suits ever look interesting to me like i think i don't think his generic any generic spider-man suit has ever looked like Ooh, wow i'm so glad he's dressed in primary red and blue like (laughs) i i really like the last stand suit which is where he just wears like boots jeans and a leather jacket that's one of my favorite ones yeah that one's very cool so that's my favorite how how erica how do you feel about his quips um i don't know if i can take more of this this week <laughs> look i'm sure they feel like something that i think is stupid okay I'm sorry <laughs> sorry i'll speak for you erica they were great no no really i do think they're mostly funny. great i think they're mostly great but like a lot of the times i mean he's supposed to be cheesy a lot of the times they don't land for me and i think that's a good thing like like i think that that's that feels like peter parker you know so it's like rolling your eyes at a dad joke yeah yeah exactly all right like like all the spider cop stuff and all yeah. that oh god i love <laughs> that stuff like so much it's so funny peter. <laughs> I, there have been a couple of moments of me where i've genuinely laughed out loud because i yeah it made me so happy so, and i thought it was hilarious same yeah i would i'm really excited to talk about the story more when everyone's finished it and we can talk about it in a kind of full spoilers capacity because i think that the there were i had my moments actually with that game probably about where you're at in the story maybe more where you're at allison but i had my moments where i was like i really like this and i really want to like this but instead of being a like one to three game of the year kind of game to me, maybe it's more like a seven to 10. And I've started to kind of make peace with the fact that like, I like this game. It's one of my favorites this year, no doubt, but maybe it's not the like mind blowing thing. And then about two thirds of the way through the story, when some big stuff starts happening, I went from, I just, I loved the rest of it from a story perspective it just started to blow my mind and maybe that's because i have an investment in spider-man but it just i and then like i was like in tears by the end of it like it had it was 
it, it really goes places that are, and that's kind of what I'm getting at when I say, and I hadn't actually gotten to that point when we were talking last week, but that's why I think it is so much more than those Arkham games because the, they're from a perspective of like activities, definitely. I can see how you would say like, well, they're they're It's very similar because there are a lot of video game activities you do in Spider-Man, but the narrative and the story, like in Batman, it was like, God, it gets a joker. And in Spider-Man, <laughs> it's like, it just is so much more, so much more. There's so much more that Peter learns and that like you kind of experience um, across a, a sort of range of emotional territory that I think is, is a lot more, makes it a lot more um, transcendent uh, of, of like its medium than something like Batman does. It, I, I, I think that, I mean, knowing where I'm at in the story, I, I feel like I get where what you're coming from, but at the same time, I, it's still probably definitely, well, not definitely, it's still probably a top five of the year for me so far. Um, and I think that the gamey, the very video gamey bits of it are hitting me in a very specific way that feel very good. And it's one of those things where I totally understand where people have been coming from, basically saying it's like, it's very open world, like not standard, but it's like, you know, it, it fits into a lot of open game tropes, uh, open world game yeah. tropes. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's very much the kind of, uh, kind of perfect way like representation of those tropes for me so I, I can't really be mad about that uh my weird video game comparison that i've been doing lately which makes zero sense and i realize it is saints row 4 because <laughs> because because it's just like because i love saints row 4 but it because it has That's similar the kind superhero of... game what the fuck are people talking infamous second son what the fuck <laughs> It's like it has the same superpower stuff. Has the very similar like it's a it's all in one city and the traversal mechanics feel very very good. But Spider Man's feel a lot better than Saints Row Four ever did. Um, but it, it just feels very polished and fun to just run around the city and take weird photos and you know like jump around and collect backpacks and the the line where he's just like i want a life like lifetime supply of backpacks there's one in one of them <laughs> that made me laugh so loud <laughs> i was like I, good good one game i was wondering where he got all the backpacks but um it, it even just like the I, I just feel like the activities are all varied enough that i'm not pissed off at any of them yet and that but i am enjoying them all well enough so that it's like the open worldy bits kind of sustain me but then i also like the story and i have a weird like uh love for mary jane watson so i'm like i, I love her depiction in this game and i'm really excited about that uh yeah i think that she is written very well yes uh, and that relationship is maybe my favorite part of that game Oh, it's very. It's good. very. It's very sweet, and, and I, I get very like I'm already very attached to it. And mm -hmm. uh, I was, but I feel like it's like one of the best uh, depictions I've seen of of Mary Jane. So I'm I'm excited about that. And Aunt May is really great too. So it's it's just like I feel like all the, like I it's one of those games, the games where I totally understand where if some one aspect fell flat for some somebody that I would totally get it. But at the same time, I'm like oh, all these little aspects are kind of working really well for me so that's that's been really nice yeah cool. 
Okay. Can I say, like, if there were that many backpacks left around New York, how People quickly... would notice. Oh, my God. Like, Some of them aren't even, like, that, like, on top of a building. Some of them are just like, oh, it's by a dumpster. Yeah, like, the bomb yeah. squad would have been, been called, like, a million times already. <laughs> we're well, very I, suspicious I, of left. They have surveillance here. towers. <laughs> they, they know what's... They know they're Spider-Man. You see something? That I find, something. Is looking up to the uh, social media feed in there, and me, there's like one tweet that I saw in there that was like, "Spider Man stealing a lot of backpacks. Is he okay? Does he need money?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no. I mean, yes. he does, but like, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay. Well, now that Erica has had her day in court with Spider Man, I'm gonna move <laughs> on to our next trial with Allison. Oh. Trial. Uh, Alex and I are going to talk about this, I bet, because we both played the Trials Rising closed beta. Um, I was talking about it a little bit before the uh, stream. Uh, it took. It had a couple of little hiccups getting uh, started with playing it. Um, first, it was actually like... CPU priority to high. <laughs> no, but it was... It was play, uh, I, was, I was mentioning I've been playing it on PC and I have a laptop that's like kind of mid-tier gaming. It's like it was basically the best laptop I could get for under a thousand dollars a couple of years ago. So it's like it's not, it's not what I choose to play with a lot of uh, AAA games, but it, it, it does the job. But it, like I pulled up Trials and I was like, man, why is this game like not playing right? And it's, it's, it's sluggish and it's but it was playing off of the uh, inexplicably off of the integrated graphics instead of the graphics card which but once it started uh and then also there was a kind of widely spread uh glitch where on the fourth track it basically wouldn't let you win or it would let you win but it wouldn't let you uh, fulfill your contract so it wouldn't let you pass on so that was that was a frustrating but beyond that it's been it's been fun to play around in. It's very much trials. Like it's like, I feel like that's the best like way to describe it as if you've played trials and you like trials, it's, it's, it's certainly more trials, but yeah. uh, it's How a very without trials, tribulations. No. Oh yes, please. I love that <laughs> terrible pun. Give it to me. Traculations? I don't even know. Don't know. <laughs> Why hasn't there been a Phoenix Wright and Trials crossover? Yeah. And it just says objection in the background <laughs> as you're at the peak of the jump. And then you fall off and die. That's that's gonna that's they're gonna put it wait, is this game coming to switch? There's gonna be an amiibo. <laughs> right amiibo. This would so, be pretty fun on Switch, but I didn't say that about every game. Yeah, except no, it wouldn't, because those controllers are awful. You only need. It's fine. You just need the R two equivalent and the L two equivalent and the, the analog stick. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, just, I like I like using for trials. I like having like, the analog triggers to get. Mm-hmm. That's more, true. That makes sense. Yeah, more control to feather that. Uh, Throttle. That is yeah. so, real good on Xbox One. So uh, one thing else. Yeah, I've been using an Xbox One controller for PC, and that felt really good. Yeah, but yeah, one thing Allison was mentioning. One thing they changed. If you guys have played old Trials games, mm-hmm. the uh, gate to get to new levels was always how many medals you have. Mm-hmm. But now the gate is completing these contracted challenges. So it's like. Okay, by the time you get to the end of this track, do four front flips or uh, spend five seconds upside down. 
like that kind of stuff. Uh, like yeah. you can you can get a gold, but if you don't complete the contracts, then you you don't actually unlock the next levels. That, so that seems maybe like a. Does it seem like the contracts get harder as you go on, or is so, it like just their like daily contracts or something? No, they're they're set in stone. It's what locks. Okay. You, it's what gates your progression. But I yeah, would say the levels get harder. Like, yeah, it's mm -hmm. basically like you have specific sponsors, and so you're. It's basically like oh, the sponsor is sponsoring you through playing, and it wants you to do this, and then you might get to. A harder one, I guess, um, and playing this. But I think it adds a lot of life to the tracks because the first one was like, oh, we want you to. It might be like finish it super quickly, but then another one might be on the same track and be like, do five wheelies, or you can only crash four times to make uh, while finishing this track, or spend a certain amount of time in the air do a certain number of front flips so that it, it adds it definitely adds some life to the tracks instead of just completing them which has been fun i would agree um mm -hmm. i think a lot of the challenges are good but i've actually had a lot of problems specifically with the front and back flip ones um i don't know how far have you gotten Allison? like have you gotten to medium tracks hard tracks i've gotten to medium tracks i haven't gotten much further than that i uh, um there's the challenge to get to europe Yep. In past, I, I've, I've done some of the Europe stuff, but I haven't really gotten okay. too much farther. So one thing I should say, this beta is actually really big. Like, there's a lot of tracks. There's a like, lot of stuff Like, like um, you're in Europe. I am currently in Asia and Africa, which is, like, the, oh, hard, the hard and extreme tracks. And um, when you start getting to the harder and extreme tracks, like, the challenges are still cool, but I feel like they kind of get a little bit unfair <laughs> because... <laughs> So let's say, for example, it's one of my challenges is on this track that says uh, get four, do four front flips and four back flips. On the easier tracks, that's super easy because you're getting tons of airtime. On this one, you don't get much airtime at all. So getting those flips, you have to kind of play the track over and over and figure out where you can actually do them. But there's this one thing it does where I, like, I think it's actually a really, really bad design choice where it's like, okay, let's say... Um, there's one checkpoint at the top of the hill and one checkpoint at the bottom of the hill. Uh, so if you do your front flips and you get two front flips and you land at that next checkpoint, okay, you've got two front flips done. So you go a little bit past that checkpoint and you fall over, uh, like you crash or whatever, so you have to restart at the previous checkpoint, like that second one at the bottom of the hill. It takes those front flips you did away. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you could, have just, you could have just done like 30 front flips and then landed at the 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 checkpoint and then we would have counted that no 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 but like the fact that you like you got past that checkpoint and then it took those away was just like oh god because this level's so hard <laughs> so. yeah I, i've only i've i've mine have so far been pretty easy to the point where my the my biggest issues were the ones where it's like you can only crash five times and then do five front flips or whatever mm -hmm. and it i my urge with those challenges is to try to get rid of them right away which is not a good urge with all of these tracks because it'd be the it'd be because the first hill might be like only give you a little bit of air so i'm just like time to do some front flips and it, and then i'd crash and it would be <laughs> disastrous but i feel like that could get kind of potentially frustrating in some of the harder tracks but it's been it hasn't been too much of an issue for me yet but i'm not as far as you but yeah, 
the, the game is really good though like I've played all the trial trials games so far um, including the flash one <laughs> and um, I, I think too. this one is significantly better than fusion uh, like, cool. I thought fusion was okay but like with the whole trick system and stuff it just felt kind of I didn't like fusion yeah like I thought I... until you got to the trick system I thought fusion was good <laughs> Then as soon as it asked you to do stuff like, oh, like do these specific tricks in the air, and it, it just felt like garbage. I was just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, this game feels more akin to like Trials HD, or maybe Trials Evolution, but better than awesome. both of those. I would say cool. it's. I would say it's actually probably in terms of like, uh, the, all the Trials games, it's probably my favorite so far. But its difficulty ramp gets really, really. It's it gets hard really fast. <laughs> Like it, that's cool. I but was impressed it, by how far. Like at first, I'm like, okay, this is pretty easy, and then it did get kind of challenging midway. Or through some of the stuff to get to Europe, it was it, it took a little bit of effort. Yeah, when you get to Asia, man, some of those are nuts. But there's some amazing like level design. Like that's something that I've always loved about Trials is kind of its style and its attitude. Like of when you hit a big jump and your your guy or lady just goes woo. <laughs> it's just screaming yeah. like um and you know like getting to the end of the levels and you just blow up like that kind of stuff has always been really funny um but there's like really amazing level design which is pretty crazy considering this is their fourth game like there's some really creative stuff like one of them is you're on an airplane that's like uh like a cargo plane that is like going down like it's like on fire and stuff so uh occasionally you'll hit like um I don't know, turbulence or something like that. And then everything will just kind of like, you'll be like in zero gravity for like a second and a half. Like everything, all the cargo and stuff will start floating for a little bit, then slam down. Like it's, it's cute. It's really cool. <laughs> and they make really good use of physics in this game. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's really excellent so far. I'm definitely going to pick it up. Awesome. Oh, for sure. Me too. It's, it's, it just feel like it just feels very very good to play and uh i don't know if i actually played the flash one but i definitely played a lot of flash games like this back mm -hmm. in the day when i had like zero money and played a lot of flash games and there's there's something really just very satisfying about the core kind of physicsy gameplay of it so it's it's very fun yeah yeah no it's uh, comes heavily yeah. heavily recommended you mentioning like zero gravity stuff has trials ever gone to the moon i don't remember i, f and, I feel like there's been low gravity stuff in trials but i don't remember if it was on the moon and then if this is, seems to be going to the continents what if the last level is on the moon the eighth continent <laughs> what if what if it's secretly Wolfenstein too? or what if what if what if in trials of the earth was flat <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it is in reality too so it'd be a pretty you know accurate. it's trials is the most realistic video game <laughs> but you know um i don't know if i think you can still sign up like at the time of recording this podcast you can still sign up and probably get in um that, and it looks it, like the official release is february next year yeah i think wow, they pushed it it was supposed to be thought. it was supposed to be later this year but they pushed it yeah. but uh, i think December. if you can still get into the beta do it <laughs> it's oh, it's totally. free it's great yeah. yeah uh i've been playing a lot of spider-man today but after talking about this i might have to go play more trials because that was really fun um, they talked a lot at E3 about like the Trials University, Trials U or whatever it was, like the tutorial stuff. Is any of that in the beta or no. is it just like figure it out yourself? No, none of that's in the beta. 
Yeah, I haven't seen any of that. Oh, it has loot boxes. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I was like, oh, it, what, the first time it popped up, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so wait, do you have to, like, drive over it to open them? No, no, no. So um, you have a persistent level for your character, and every time you gain a level, you gain a loot box. And there's also... Uh, I forget what they call them, like the challenges. Uh, do you remember what they're called? Like the challengers. So they're like, oh, there's going to be these specific ghosts that you have to beat on the specific track. Yeah. Uh, that gives you a different, like, higher tier of loot box uh, that has, like, you know, legendary items. But, like, it's all cosmetic, obviously. And, like, the, <laughs> there's some pretty great um stuff in there like one of them is an emote that you can do that's a dab so obviously i <laughs> i was really into that um there's another I, one I, i'm glad you saw that because i was definitely i uh <laughs> went into a thing where everybody else was dabbing and i wanted to send it to okay. you <laughs> yeah it's, it's so like good you dab while riding the motorcycle when, when no. you it's, it's ahead of the game yeah it's oh, okay. during like the loading screen where you see all your competitors so yeah. they're just they're just standing there like dabbing. Um, what, like, what if and I, it was they were in the air and they were just like boom, snap. Pretty out. good too, but um, you know, like a trick system, but you like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it if you could dab, that'd make dabs. it better. But um, one of the things I have is uh, on top of my helmet, I have a little tiny Shiba Inu that just kind of sits there. <laughs> so it's like really weird stuff. So it's not that bad. Hmm. Well, that sounds fun. Uh, and in the shadow of that, in the back end of this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to talk about uh, the new Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow <laughs> of the Tomb Raider, uh, which has a Tomb Raider ass Tomb Raider game, or at least based on it's like you know compared to the the most recent two Tomb Raider games, uh, it's more of that. Uh, what is nice about it is you start off and you have all the abilities or you have like the abilities from the previous games. Like you have the rope arrows, you have the fire arrows. You're not like, Oh, I have, I have to like find some rope. Like she has that. Uh, she is, she has gained these abilities in the past. And so it doesn't feel like, okay, now I got to ramp up again and like learn mm -hmm. all this stuff. Um, cool. Which is nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, plays, how you expect if you've played those games uh so like a, a lot of people have been talking about uh laura's characterization in this game like a lot of reviews either seem to really like it or think she's like really flat i'm i just got to like the hub area like you get to a village and you kind of branch out from the village to go to different places um and Laura's kind of a monster, it seems. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, you got that impression from the previous games where, like, she was just murdering people, like, straight mm -hmm. up. I mean, that, like, the first game, it was, like, survival. She was, like, strung up, and she had to, like, get out and, like, fight for survival. Second game, uh, you know, she was a little more murderous, but it was definitely, like, a... You know, I'm I'm protecting these indigenous people or whatever and like trying to stop them from getting this mythical artifact. But now it just she just likes to kill. So she's uh, really following the Nathan Drake trajectory. Actually the trajectory she followed in the old Tomb Raider games too. I I uh, have not played much of the old Tomb Raider games, but it like Nathan Drake uh he's but he kept like the happy go lucky like oh haha whoops kind of like <laughs> you know like, the, he was like the same guy the whole way through like you know he 
he kind of learned to curb his destructive stuff towards the end, theoretically. Uh, that's at least the idea at the end of Uncharted 4. Um, this seems to be maybe going in the same direction. I don't know. It's hard to say. A lot of people, uh, pretty early on, uh, there's like a exchange between you and Jonah. Her uh, friend, He was in the first game, maybe in the second game. Uh, but he's been going along with you uh, on this quest to stop Trinity, an uh, organization that is bent on finding mythical artifacts and reshaping the world. Um, he's like, it's not all about you. You didn't cause it. You don't know you caused this. Stop making everything about you. And everyone was like criticizing Laura for like doing that. But literally like right before that happens, the bad guy is like, you did this. Why did you take this thing? Now the world's going to be destroyed unless I fix it and go and do the stuff. So it's like, she's getting mixed messages. Uh, so I can understand why she might be confused. Wait, world is going to be destroyed. Uh, yeah, maybe. That that is basically the implication. What? what? <laughs> Are you uh, uncovering remember, some like lost like ultra nukes or what? Uh, remember in Assassin's Creed when the sun was going to explode? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it was a super. It was like a sunspot or I don't know, like one of those things. I don't know. Keep in mind, in Tomb Raider Four, like the original Tomb Raider Four, the fourth released Tomb Raider game. Mm. The, the stakes were that an ancient Egyptian god was going to come back to life and devour the earth. So, like, that is not <laughs> off. Tomb, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider games have always kind of they tend to escalate as they progress through the mm -hmm. series. Um, and like, like, there's a game called Tomb Raider: Angel of Darkness that came out after Tomb Raider Four that was not good, but that I played a lot of because I played every <laughs> single Tomb Raider game when I was younger. Um, and in Angel of Darkness, she was like you think she dies at the end of Tomb Raider four and then she comes back in angel of darkness and she's like edgy. And it's like, she like started listening to like Morrissey or something. She's like mad all the time. <laughs> and she's like, like slitting people's throats, They're like museum guards. Like you sneak up behind museum guards and kill them <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> so she definitely always has an arc of early games, naive, just trying to survive middles of the series. Like, justifying the fact that maybe she's doing some, maybe she could not seek this kind of conflict out. She could stop, but she mm -hmm. likes it. And then by the end of her arc, she's always like, no, I do just fucking kill people because that's where I'm at. So I don't know. It sounds pretty authentic to the older games. It's not helped that, that feeling of like, wow, she's just a monster. It's not helped by the photo mode. Where you can just make her like have this really <laughs> stupid grin on her face at any moment. She assassinates people. Just like, as she like chokes them out or like stabs them in the neck. I just it's really funny, but like because you can do it at any moment. I just think that like I guess maybe that's that's why I'm less. Uh, of course, there are representation issues that have been talked about around this game, and I don't really have yeah. the. I don't have the ability to go into those because I haven't played any of the Tomb Raider reboot games. I will at some point because I did really like that series when I was younger. But I don't necessarily have an issue with the idea of her becoming a bad person. As long as she's becoming a bad person in ways that I don't I won't like it if she's like a racist. But it sounds like <laughs> any of that kind of stuff is like 
accidental and not actually a conscious choice that they're making with her character. It's, if yeah. it's just that she's killing people indiscriminately, like I, I, I think it, it's more than I think it's more that she's like a destructive. I don't know, but she she is very like she has no empathy. She's kind of like a sociopath, right? Like Agent Forty Seven. I don't know, yeah. like, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, Agent Forty Seven. He's supposed to be, and he says, "Oh man, I'm just like." But I'm know. saying that's how Laura Croft is supposed to be yeah. too. I think yeah. that's I think that's I, more I, the way I, she's supposed to be than a lot of people realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do not disagree that like I think that story can work. Um, yeah, but it, if you're like not like wow she's just like a terrible person if you just kind of like don't if you think she's supposed to be like a great person then i think that kind of gets harder to like handle maybe i just don't know what i see what you're saying too i'm not really arguing with you i'm more arguing with people outside of like people who haven't engaged with the series i think Mm -hmm. often their response is like whoa she's dark when it's like well yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's been dark since like the 90s that's always been the story doesn't like because the like the story of the games doesn't really address it at all it it might like in this game uh because like they are like you make every you're like narcissistic everything is about you you can't stop this um but like just the way she like just indiscriminately murders people. And then you get to a point where Jonah is like, has a guy down and like, you're defending yourself. And he like hits the guy with like a pistol. And then Laura's like, stop after you like choked out and like killed like four people. But Laura's like, no, don't kill him. (laughs) What? Yeah. It's always kind of been a subtext in the older games. And I don't, I think it maybe is accidental and it may be that it's accidental here too, but I always kind of read it as like, she doesn't really, it's almost like she's like disassociative or something. Mm -hmm. Like when she's murdering people, she doesn't really seem to think about it. And then when she's confronted with other acts of violence that she's not perpetrating, she's like, Oh wow. And that's kind of always been an aspect of her character that I don't know how intentional it is, but I've always bought it as she's got some issues. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Sounds interesting. Yes, I look forward to seeing. I, I am intrigued to see how it goes based on like the writing and how it's gone so far. Uh, I can see where some people take issues with things like the immersive mode, where which has everyone speak in their native tongue, but mm-hmm. then Laura's like people speak Spanish to Laura and she just responds in English. And so, what? Okay, okay. <laughs> you probably know Spanish, but it, it's like a weird. And they just, they understand her because of course they do because she speaks English. What sounds weird to me about it is that she doesn't know how to speak Spanish. The part where she speaks English to them and they speak their language to her doesn't sound that crazy to me because like I have been in those situations in like France and stuff Mm -hmm. where like people understand English and I understand French, but can't really speak each other. Peruvian jungle. And like, you know, they they could reasonably know english you know you know people can learn things but you're in like rural ass peru peru and like all these old people probably don't speak english like probably not yeah. uh and uh, so the fact that everyone just like that you just speak english to, like if it was like broken phrasing or anything like that they were like trying to communicate it's- or like a character who was there to help it seems like she should have just spoke yeah. Spanish. She's a world traveling yeah, yeah, archaeologist. Yeah. She has to know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, so, 
they, beyond, they buff that out. Beyond weird story stuff and characterization, murdery stuff, how's the game? <laughs> it's, uh, like I said at the beginning, it's another one of those games. Uh, I think it's fun. I really enjoyed the first two games. Uh, it's, it's not yeah, like a massive evolution or anything like that? No. Like, like I said, you start off with like the rope arrows and the fire arrows. Like You do have a moment where you get everything taken away, but then you pretty quickly get it back. Um, okay. that's you know they do the abilities and then they uh, then they go oh where did it all go so it's oh like you gotta get your stuff back <laughs> I, I never played prototype but within like an hour of losing that stuff you have it mostly all back um, so yeah it's like if you uh, the tombs are are really good i think like there are a lot of challenge tombs and crypts and i think the puzzles are fun and they're pretty substantial in like the first one they were pretty tiny uh like they were kind of spread out but they were like a single room or something you know pretty small uh in the newer one they're a bit bigger and you unlock like craftable boots or like top parts you know unlockable boots and blouses uh and you use to give you abilities like oh collect double materials from like this kind of collectible or like be harder to detect uh things like that so i think it's pretty solid uh just if if you have performance issues cpu priority to high on the pc mm. oh i mean i have performance issues but they're Never no cpu priority to high on your penis no <laughs> Eric. and with that actually uh, before we totally like also also forza, forza horizon uh four that that demo seems good uh i've had performance issues with that i mostly fixed it with cpu priority to high but uh then the game crashes sometimes but it um, looks like the issues you were having, other people were having too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I am kind of curious. We don't have to go in depth, but like, I would be interested to know what everyone's like game that they're most looking forward to as we kind of hit the end of the year is. Uh, I might have to say Smash. Yeah. Right now let me look at a list of games. Yeah, I'm looking at a list yeah, of that's games what I'm as well. Right now too. So, <laughs> so I'm kind of thinking of like <laughs> top of your dome, the game that you know is coming. Um, I don't. There's a lot of games. I, I can probably tell. Probably then is honestly like the the Katamari. Is Katamari Damacy coming out? Yeah, yeah, it's it's oh yeah, yeah. And it's like that's honestly probably it for My my new game is probably still assassin's creed odyssey but uh but katamari dawasi's uh, i'm so excited <laughs> four fucking steinsgate games coming out in four days what the fuck no okay. there's steinsgate ultimate oh, no no never mind there's three steinsgate games one star control i thought it was steinsgate steinsgate 8-bit steinsgate elite steinsgate linear bounded phenogram so that's all part of elite it's just okay. they're probably going to be separate downloads uh, but one is Switch only, one is yeah. PS4 only, one is Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Vita. Uh, uh, the 8-bit one is probably the one for three, all three of them, right? Nope, 8-bit oh, is Switch, Elite is the one that has all three. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Elite, and or then the 
yeah, the Ape at One exists. But anyway, we can get into that another time. Uh, I can tell you which games I'm not excited for because I don't care. Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Mega Man 11 seems like it could be neat. I don't know. I've never been a Mega Man fan. Uh, I'm excited for Forza. I feel like yeah. I should probably finish Life is Strange for Life is Strange 2. Oh, yeah. Is that this? Is that, Okay, does yeah. the first episode it's, come out within this year? Uh, it's month, yeah, I it's think. the 27th. No, oh, wow. Um, I'm, I think people have kind of not been saying much about Just Cause 4. It's because, uh, is there a lot to say? I, so, like, I never I never finished any of those games, but I don't know. It, it looked very good at PAX, and what I heard was that it's definitely like when oh. you start playing it, you go, oh, right, I really like these games. That's that's the, I didn't get a chance to play the demo, but mm-hmm. that's what I kept hearing from people was like, wait, no, that's a really cool game, and people should be excited about it, so. Oh, oh I didn't um, realize Hitman 2 is yeah, Hitman yeah, right? here, too. Holy, wait, what the fuck? Uh, a, that uh, team game from the Yakuza team, Judge Eyes, it's apparently this year. Oh, mm-hmm. cool, I didn't know that. That looks rad. Yeah, those look rad. Um, Darksiders 3 is going to be this year. Yeah, it's it was fun. I played it. Oh, okay. the, the Western release. Well, like, do you want to play another game where so. you use a whip sword and hit X a bunch of times? Like, yes, it, it's it's yeah, it's fun. It's 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 a it, it, that demo was a solid seven out of ten. Who knows what the full game is going to be? But like, I don't know. It's oh. it's a dark side. In terms of indie games, I I'm really sad that Minico's Night Market was uh, delayed to 2019. I'm really yeah. excited for that game, but hopefully Ooblets is still coming out in 2018. And if not, I'm just still looking forward to that game because it's still the cutest thing I've ever seen. I, I, indie games. I was really looking forward to one that got delayed to uh, Necro Barista. I met the designer. I don't know what that is, but I want to play it just like from that title. It's like a cinematic visual novel. It looks very pretty and very yeah, interesting. It has a very cool style to it. Yeah, yeah. The the dev on it was super nice too. Oh, yeah. is this like, this is just reading this description about like it's like a visual novel, but you serve coffee. Did anybody play VA Eleven Holly? Yeah, no, I want to at some it's point. Very it's a good, good game. Yeah, and that, and that, and I kind of I really liked that mix of being. Um, a bartender and having a visual novel so I, i'm actually now 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 i'm really looking forward to this game too. <laughs> watch the yeah, cinematic say, trailer if you can because it, it's it's a very very cool style it has on oh. the indie front i'm definitely most excited about the outer wild still which i've talked about at on and off here and there mm-hmm. um i'm not convinced that's going to hit this year but they still claim it will they don't have a day though so that's why i'm not convinced but they're also an indie studio so they could release it this week and just say it's out um and i'm i'm you said you played below at PAX, right? Yes. Does that, Is that this seem, year? I don't know. That's why I was going to ask. Like, did, that, did it seem like there was any hint of, like, maybe? I forgot that we didn't talk about that. That game is fucking wild. <laughs> that game is like... It's like Zelda Dark Souls, I guess. That's, like, the closest I would... Like, Link to the Past mm-hmm. and Dark Souls. But they don't tell you how anything works in that game. And I was talking to, I forget his name, but the lead designer on it was telling me that like, that's the idea and they're not going to. So like, there's like survival game elements, there's crafting in it. There's uh, like some light mechanic. There's an experience mechanic with like leveling up skill stuff and stuff, but like none of it makes any sense at first. And it doesn't tell you how to do any of it. Mm-hmm. And it's also a roguelike cause you die and you start back at the beginning. So uh, that game is really, really weird. It seems like it's ready to go from, 
what I played. The demo, I think, was just the whole game, but they ask you to stop eventually. Um, they were they had it set up with like beanbag chairs, and they were kind of watching everybody play it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is yeah, it looks like the release said by Wikipedia is still listed as TBA 2018. So they, is, that could come out whenever. Is uh, a yeah. Super Meat Boy Forever? Is that still coming out this year? I thought it came out. I don't, I don't have any interest in playing it, but. <laughs> It says it's again the initial release date is still listed as 2018, but okay. yeah, I don't know. Oh. Lots of question marks. Um, Year Zero was that that weird kung fu game? Like Sorry, which one? Rat game? Year Zero? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, it's something else. That was Bio Freak. No, Bio Bio Forge. Bio 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 Mutant. Bio Mutant. Bio Mutant. Yeah, Bio Forge is a different game. Yeah. <laughs> Biom Zero is turn-based XCOM combat with a yeah. duck with a gun. Yeah, it's not really. <laughs> it looks like my thing. Um, okay, it's based on it's based on a, a an existing IP, mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. a British one. I can't mm-hmm. remember what exactly. It's like a comic book or a miniatures game. I should yeah, know the answer I, to this, but yeah, I, it doesn't matter. I don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> it's a it's a tabletop RPG. That's what. It is. Uh, is, are any of you going to play that? My my heroes one justice or whatever. I I'm mean, interested in it. Yeah, me too. It oh, it looks no, really I'm good. Not. It looks. I think it's, it's made by the same team who did uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters. I, I don't think so. That was a Bandai joint. Let's see. Yeah, like yeah. I. <laughs> yeah. Either, either way, that game does look really fantastic. Like it looks like a good representation of all of the mm-hmm. characters and their abilities and stuff like that. So yeah, it's more that I care about the IP, so I will play it. You know, <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Well, Erica, on yes. that note, even though I know you might be AFK and you're kind of taking pictures of kitty cats or something, um, <laughs> yeah. ha- have you caught up to? Game set up and pizza's now rolling all over it and destroying it <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> so you know uh, have you have you caught up to my hero by the way no xavier when are we gonna when are we gonna watch my hero academia Oh, God damn it. He's he's too busy dealing with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's extremely good, by the way. I'm oh, that's all I want to do. <laughs> he won't let me watch it without him. So then all he wants to do is play board games. So and I've had it with board games. <laughs> Wait, last week weren't you kind of high on board games? You're like, yeah, this is pretty good. I've been playing at least one every single day, and I'm done with them. <laughs> I'm I done have to with show them. I am broken by this game. I don't remember what it's called. What's it called? Gaia Project. Gaia Project. There are so many things going on. I can't keep track of all of them. It's Doesn't too much, and I'm done. <laughs> Allison, yeah. I have to show you something. Yeah. So this model came out this week. That is beautiful. Oh my <laughs> god, I want it. the escape craft. It's own shit. I want shit. it. All right, yeah, so for audio description, or visual description <laughs> for our audio listeners, he's holding up a big purple dildo. <laughs> no. Oh. And the escape, escape craft. <laughs> 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 no, it's the new. Uh, it's, a, it's a new X-Wing model of Millennium Falcon. I I'm going to try to. Uh, I'm hopefully if if I can uh, leave this cold uh, uh, fantasy flight. I live. Uh, 
I had a knowing distance from the Fantasy Flight Game Center, but I like a doable okay. distance from pub- public transit. So I'm going to try to go on Wednesday to their launch event for next week. So we'll see. I live an annoying distance from the Fantasy Flight Game Center in that it's a two and a half day drive away. <laughs> See, for me, it's like it's like just far enough away that it's like it's not some place I would go to normally, uh, yeah. but uh, it's uh, but it is doable by public transit. So I will probably go out of my way to go to their launch event because I feel like if there's any place for me to learn how to play X-Wing, it's probably there. So <laughs> I'll probably go be like, teach me X-Wing, please. Speaking of X-Wing, aren't you stepping away pretty soon, Pat? Yes, I'm going to go play X-Wing in yes. 10 minutes. Uh, so with that, we're going to wrap up so Pat can go uh, be a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll send lots of pictures exclusively to Andre. I love X wings. Actually, the, the, I am the not X-wing. playing a single X wing today. Yeah. Are you gonna play? A, are you gonna play an A wing? Nope. Y wing. Who here is shooter of a Z ninety five? So I thought. <laughs> Nerd. Bad dragon. Who here has heard of a here? Who here has heard of a star viper? Oh, that's that's from Bad Dragon. It's 100% a Bad Dragon product. Did you know know that Bad Dragon products all just have people's names? It's like Andy. (laughs) Anyway, uh, where uh, the flight sequences in the new Star Wars movies are actually my favorite part. Like in the the Force Awakens with. uh, when, when they like get in the Millennium Falcon, oh man, that part's so. That cool. is a sweet sequence. Uh, anyway, well, yeah. Anyway, that's gonna do it for this week. Uh, you can find us on the internet uh, in many places. Alex, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at bad-dragon.com/pretzel. Oh, we weren't gonna do this. <laughs> <I'm> Uh, okay. And Alice, okay, I gotta go to that website now. Have you never been? No, I mean, Uh-oh. well, no, for one, but I, God damn it. <laughs> uh, Allison? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And also you can find me there on Instagram at the same name. And I, 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 I really don't promote my Instagram, but I was just in Canada for the uh, last week. And I was in Montreal, Quebec City, and I took a lot of pictures. So if you want to see cool pictures, then go to my Instagram too. Okay. Erica? Um, I'll vouch for her pictures. They were very cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Erica, spelled A-I-R-E-H-C-U-H, and you can listen to my other podcast, Tempered Expectations. And best boy, Pat? BadDragon.com slash pretzel is a 404. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's spelled with an A, P-E-R-T-Z-A-L. Okay, we'll figure this out later. Uh, you can find me at gamingconfidence.com and on social media as at JesterPC. Uh, okay, and you can find me at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W on Twitter. Uh, having a good time uh, changing my CPU priority. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that is going to do it for episode 37 of Gaming Fix. We're, we're getting up there, guys. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to do something special for our for a year episode. 
do, do we count a year as like like in january or december probably december Dece- i don't know okay the game of the year one that was yeah well, that'll be something special i guess since we started as a game with the game of the year podcast like every year we're just kind of like you know doing the game of the year thing for our anniversary this celebrations is, this is just our we're building up to game of the year every year all the time <laughs> right I mean, last, this year, I, I was, like, hoping this year was going to be, like, a quieter year because last year there were so many games. But I feel like the longer this year has yeah, gone on, I'm like, dang, there's not a lot of games this year. Yeah, we're going to have to chat about how we're going to handle some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. And if, if I'm going to have to, like, uh, rush to finish uh, we'll, we'll, God of we'll War. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You, okay. <laughs> God of War. You should finish God of War. That's I'm going to do that. I need to do that. Anyway. All okay. Right. Anyway. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good one. Enjoy your X Wings. Uh, stay safe. Uh, don't do drugs. <laughs> do some drugs. I don't know. Do don't the good know. ones. Spider Man. Do the good drugs. Ibuprofen. Yeah. Don't do a drug that Spider-Man would arrest much. you for. Yeah, he would arrest you for any drugs. That's not, not That's not true. That's not true. You know all those dealers were just like selling weed. Oh, I don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that at all. Or it's like, or it's like somebody just genuinely uh, providing healthcare because of the U.S. healthcare system being Spider- terrible. Spider-Man <laughs> asking for people's medical marijuana cards before he beats them up. <laughs> so don't do drugs. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, that's going to do it again. Uh, go long. That's our motto here. <laughs> Is, it? Is it? Yeah, it has been for a while. I'm more of a girth guy. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, that, that is definitely going to do it. Set your CPU priorities to high, everybody. Bye. Bye.